Hello, and welcome to the Where's Amanda podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. I'm a music festival junkie who quit my job to travel the world one music festival at a time. I'm here talking to you everything about music, festivals, travel, and just a little bit of life. Today on the podcast, we have my friend Alex, who also lives in Denver. She is an incredibly creative person. She is very much involved in the rave and festival fashion space. She puts together these insane outfits. I'm so excited to talk to her about her inspirations, creativity, and we also are going to touch a little bit on, you know, representation and diversity within the rave and festival space. Enjoy. This is the lovely Alex, aka Candy Diva, and she's (laughs) going to start by kind of just telling us when she first got into festivals and kind of what she's into now these days. My first festival was also my first concert, and that was EDC 2012. It was amazing. I saw a bunch of cool artists. Uh, My favorites were David Guetta and Avicii. Was it as big as it is now? Like, what was it like in 2012? Oh, I only went one. Well, I went two days. Um, The the first day I went, it got shut down because of the wind. So, like, we kind of didn't really get to explore that much. The second day, it was really cool. There was, like, a fun house, which is something I don't do now. Like, you know, like, House of Mirrors and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it was as big. Like, I feel like Cosmic Meadow was pushed, like, way, way closer to the stands. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like they just have, like, built more and more, like, bigger and, like, spaced it out better and got better at putting all yeah. the stages together. I, I also barely remember it. It was so long ago. Oh, for sure. Like, <laughs> and you're probably just so overwhelmed by everything, like, experiencing yeah, lots it. Yeah, pretty colors everywhere. Right? <laughs> so now what are some of your favorite festivals and favorite, like, artists? Um, my favorite all-time artist, well, probably forever, is Calvin Harris. <laughs> um, yeah, I need to see him again, always. My favorite festival is still EDC. I also loved uh, Lost Lands, Electric Forest, and Electric Zoo. Those ones are really cool. Uh, I've been to Sonic Bloom as well. That's local in Colorado, and that one was really neat. It was, like, really nice to be this close and, like, with my Colorado family, like, all right here. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, um, now, the reason I have you on here is because if you guys don't follow Alex, you need to go follow her because she is quite the fashionista. Like, the <laughs> outfits that you put together, the one that you had for some of your Halloween's ones are just, like, absolutely <laughs> insane. You're an absolute glitter you. queen. Your shoe collection is, like, mind-blowing. <laughs> so when did you kind of really start? Was it, like, from the beginning, were you already wearing, you know, super-involved outfits and, like, very comfortable? Or is this kind of something that, like, has evolved? I have always been going, like, crazy with my outfits. It's usually mm-hmm. more costume or when I'm in a fraternity and they'd have, like, theme parties, like, toga parties or Disney parties or something. So I just always have the most elaborate all-out extra uh-huh. looking costume <laughs> uh and then I started getting into raves and started like I used to do Minnie Mouse all the time like a bunch of different yeah. rave versions of Minnie Mouse oh, and then cool. Yang versions of stuff and then Rastabit started happening then the more festivals I went I'd see like other girls wearing cool clothes that were more like traditional rave fashion mm-hmm. and I try to like incorporate both of those together Amazing. And how do you kind of get inspiration? Like, I mean, you said you had Minnie Mouse as a theme, but now you seem to do a lot more things, especially around <laughs> Halloween. Do you start with like a certain piece, a certain theme? Like what, what do you base it off of? Um, def- a certain piece or a certain theme is usually where like I look at, like if I have a favorite like bodysuit or something and I'm like, okay, what can I do with this? That would look good with this. Or sometimes I make like, I have a candy, that giant Borgor perler that's like Rasta colored. So I know I'm going to do a Rasta thing anytime Borgor is somewhere. 
Mm-hmm. Kind of like work that. So it just depends on like what key piece I'm trying to like base the outfit off of. That's cool. And where do you find inspirations or kind of like see what's trending or is it just kind of all <laughs> from your head or like, what do you, what do you do to kind of get creative? My free time, I usually spend just scrolling like shops, looking at everything they have in their like catalog. Sometimes like I've spent countless hours just going through page to pages and pages of like Etsy pages and mm-hmm. Dolls Kill, I Heart Raves, uh, Related Couture, always looking at their stuff to see like, okay, I like that. And that would go look at that. So like I get inspiration by just seeing what they have and what I can do with it. Do you use Pinterest at all? Like, do you kind of make any type of boards or it's just like, I see that I know what I have. And then I can kind of like, <laughs> yeah, I, I lay it out, but also I like, I'm at home and I like empty out all my rave drawers try a bunch of stuff and and then I put it in an album of like future outfits Mm -hmm. and you're pretty good at doing makeup too right like I've seen some of your looks and I'm like it just like takes it to the next level so is that (laughs) self-taught do you watch like tutorials like how do you um definitely watch a lot of tutorials that always helps I got into makeup because the first time I became an iHeartRaves unicorn I had an allergic reaction to something Oh, and my no. face was like broke out. It looked like someone put acid on my face. Oh no! So I had to cover that up. You can't see it in the pictures though. So that I, amazing. I then you must have shot. You did great. <laughs> but that's definitely what got. I never wore foundation until like that time. So then I started getting used like into it and trying new things. And then mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so to kind of back it up, what is an iHeart Raves unicorn? Oh. Um, they select girls, like you apply to a show or a festival, and they select three to four girls to um, send them clothes, give them tickets to go to the show or festival for free, and one of them gets to take over the page for them and, like, meet people, like, find other people wearing iHeartRaves, take pictures, and basically, like, promote them in person, and, like, uh-huh. yeah, so it's, like, four matching girls, sometimes guys, just, like, wearing iHeartRaves, like, trading iHeartRaves candy, Mm-hmm. Doing like public figures at a festival representing iHeartRaves. That's cool. And you've done this for a couple different brands, right? Or like kind done of, photo shoots on sites and stuff. Yeah, it's different for like the unicorns because they give you the tickets and also like you have to stay with the iHeartRaves thing. Like you always have to be on brand there. Mm-hmm. The is it the shoot, whole festival or is it just one day? The whole, whole festival. Oh, interesting. So like you don't really get to like see your friends or like it's it's more like work, right? Yeah, it's more like work and you could like hang out with your friends or if your friends want to follow you around and that mm-hmm. that's fine but yeah you have to like the one of the questions like are you willing to stay with the crew the mm-hmm. whole time every all time yeah so yeah, if you're not then that won't work <laughs> interesting and so I guess kind of touching on that there are a lot of like rave brands um how like how do you find stuff that's affordable because sometimes it can get really pricey yeah. right yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you're getting like a new outfit every time, and I think you have like a shop too where you resell a lot. Of exactly, your I would say that that is a good way to look through it. I'm like, I follow a lot of shops, uh, like closet closet shops. On yeah, Instagram. explain explain those a little bit more. Okay, uh, well, every time I use an outfit and I don't think I can reuse it, or like, with, I don't have an outfit in mind for it, and I'm like, I'd rather just get some of my money back and mm-hmm. like let it go somewhere else instead of just throwing it away or goodwilling it someone who would go to festivals and like to rave would buy it at a cheaper price and they'll use it so I just post my clothes there someone dms me we do paypal goods and services and I ship it to them cool yeah and that's like a pretty pretty common practice and a good way to get like some higher priced items that have only been you know gently used at like a pretty good price what are some of the shops that you like to kind of frequent I know you mentioned like a few um 
but is it, I guess, is it hard to figure out of like, some of these are obviously like, you know, handmade or like entrepreneurs, but like, I'm definitely guilty of shopping on Amazon. So it's like kind of a, it's <laughs> like a difficult balance of like fast fashion, but also like, you know, like how, how do you kind of navigate that? Um, well, I just kind of like look at the comments and the reviews is also a good, great start to figure out like what, how, how much qual or how high of a quality each shop has each, for each item. Um, like, I would say like look at the followers and that they have a lot of followers and they're probably doing a good job, but I also, their small shops have a hard time getting more followers, of course, mm -hmm. because they're just brand new. My, some of my favorite shops are Daisy Daydreams. I started buying from her when she was making custom sunglasses. Oh, cool. She made me some, like really cool Rasta ones that I wore all, like yeah. all summer long. And now she's making like bodysuits and two-piece sets and bell bottoms. She just released yeah. another like New Year's Eve line. Really cool. Um, so yeah, I like that. I love One Stop Rave. They just started doing some clothes, but for accessories, they're amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, Relita Couture, obviously, big mm -hmm. fan. <laughs> yeah, and what I like about, to kind of to touch on Relita Couture, like what's something really cool that she does is like the diversity of the models that she uses. And I think that that's a huge thing in the festival space. I mean, it's, it's a huge thing in any space, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, guys and girls, you know, I work, uh, I do the socials for a popular rave brand and we're constantly trying to make sure that we have, you know, more content and stuff like that. Do you feel like it's getting better or do you feel like, you know, brands still have a lot of like work to do in that space? I definitely think brands still have a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. Um, just, but also it's what I'm seeing recently and the algorithm of Instagram has changed so much that like, I might not be seeing as much as I like could, that could be out there. Um, but obviously the more popular ones are always going to be posting like the more similar type of models and I'll be seeing it more frequently because that's what, mm -hmm. that's how it's working. Um, but I also really have been trying to like pay attention to what I'm seeing, what I'm liking and mm -hmm. like trying to filter in the more diverse, um, like models and. And like going to their page and seeing if like, maybe you're not seeing all their posts, but like investigating yeah. their like posts. Because I think what's cool about right now is like, I feel like diversity comes in so many different ways that we're focusing on, you know, height, weight, race, gender. Like, I feel like we're focusing on everything, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, but I think you're right. Like we just, we do have a lot to go, but I think it starts by like talking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like exactly. saying, or like, for me, when I work with like a brand, like for their influencer program, for example, and saying like, hey, you know, all the people that you showed me as examples to work with all look the same. Like, let's, like, how can we mix it up here? <laughs> like other people don't feel like they want or they could be in that item, but they want to be a part of this if they don't see someone like them in it. Exactly. You're so right. That's why it's so, so important. So I guess what are something, I guess you said that you kind of are conscious of what you're liking and what's some other ways that like we in the community can kind of uh, like participate or like help solve the problem? I mean, I, a lot of people don't speak on it because they just like don't want to start the problem. But I feel like if more people are vocal about it, more people are like, hey, like I'm, I don't look like, I don't feel like I belong in this outfit, but I know like I want to wear it. I would like to see someone looking like me in it mm -hmm. and point out when you want, like when it's just too much of the same. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I, I also like what Magical Wonderland Clothing has been doing their entire time. They've been using the same model for every single thing the whole time. It's mm -hmm. one model. And I'm like, wow, I didn't like realize it. I was like, this girl looks the same. And then I realized she was the same girl. <laughs> oh, that's like a weird and unique way to take that because it's not like they're just choosing like one type of girl. They're choosing that one girl as her model. 
I thought that was like a different, very different way to view that. And I was like, I guess like it's not diverse, but it's not like they're trying to be discriminatory. Mm-hmm. So are you saying it's more of like if you're using a variety of models and you're yeah. always switching out the same people, if all those people look the same, then like you're not really like helping to showcase the community. Whereas if you're using just one model the entire time, then that's, that could be more of just like maybe you don't have the money for more models or like, you yeah. know, like maybe that's – or maybe it's the owner of the shop and like that's just who she is, you know? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> I, like, I noticed that because uh, when I did the, my review for like what shops are diverse versus not, like I went to their page and I was like, well, I can't even count this because it's all the same model. Yeah, yeah. that was, okay. I thought that was, I thought I remember seeing that on your story. So explain kind of what you did because I thought it was super interesting. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, it started with doing like feature pages. Um, I had the, the question box and told, I had people enter in any, any name of a shop or a page. And I will go look at it and like try to find the most recent black person that they posted, person of like other ethnicity that they posted, and a plus size person that they posted. Now go to their page, scroll down for like until I'd reach the beginning or whenever I'd find those things. And mm-hmm. then I'd repost the page. I'd highlight how many followers they have. I would say how long that page has been running, kind of, and like when they in the dates of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that's like it's a super sub. Uh, is it- objective way to kind of like look at it and be like this is literally just the facts like this is literally just what's on your page and it was so like eye-opening I think another thing that would be interesting to add would be gender as well because with one of the brands that I work with finding pictures of guys is like because all of ours is like user-generated content as well um so like trying to find like more guys to work with has been like a huge thing because I feel like that's just like another thing in the community as well that doesn't get looked upon as much because you know yeah me too and like obviously guys have a lot but like in you know this space we want everybody to be you know welcomed as well mm-hmm. um so I think in like Emma Capote's just did a thing on guys fashion which I thought was really interesting um so yeah I would say do it again I'd love to like see it like I thought it was oh I just put my camera sorry um so yeah thank you for kind of being a leader in the community on that that's like kind of one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you because I know that you are bringing up things that like we don't always want to talk about but I think it's super important to talk about um I mean when I got into ray fashion I was doing all of these crazy outfits as you've seen and then I realized that like no like no one else was looking like me and also doing this. And then also that I wasn't getting posted. I realized that there's a trend that uh-huh. uh, they were featuring less people of color. And I do understand that sometimes some pages don't get as many people, uh, like as many people of color submitting. Um, well, it's different when it's like a product versus like a feature page, yes. right? Like also to feature pages sometimes can be a little like just showing skin. You know what I mean? Like, Yes, I think I've been too. featured on one and it was one where definitely my legs were showing the most, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I, it's just kind of, it gets into that kind of like odd games, but it, I think when it comes to brands, especially, it's just, it's a smart move for your business. Cause wouldn't you want to appeal to a larger audience and wouldn't you yes. want more people to see themselves in your product? True. Yeah. Right. And especially that's for like the hiring models, but it is also hard if like, people of color aren't buying your clothes already and they don't post pictures of themselves wearing it. Mm-hmm. Kind of something else well, that's I created where- too by like doing that. I was like, okay, well, what if no one's buying it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's where like an influencer program comes in. So like the brand that I work with, like we noticed that in our user generated content. So rather than kind of looking at, 
the number of followers people had for our influencers, we started looking at who's got good quality photos and doesn't look like everybody else. You know what I mean? Because I think that's that's like, yeah, like who's got a unique voice, who's got a unique style, who, you know, doesn't look like the average person that's on our page. And that could be a number of things, you know what I mean? (laughs) That could like how how we kind of said, like gender, height, weight, like whatever, Mm -hmm. or even just like a different you know, different, like we worked with some photographers even that, you know, aren't, and it's like a, a, like accessories brand. Do you know what I mean? So like, we just tried to mix it up and not look at follower count. Whereas I feel like when a lot of brands are doing their like influencer program, they're just looking at follower count, which Mm -hmm. I get is important, but it just depends on like the goals that you have. Cause that's kind of another issue too, is like, if you look at a lot of the influencers in this space, myself included, like I hope, you know, like I know that I look like everybody else, you know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll be the first one to like totally admit it, but you know, like I, I don't know why it's like that in that space, but it's just like, even the follower accounts aren't that high. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just like so strange to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I get that. Is uh, <laughs> uh, some, like, I also noticed that some uh, brands like try to find influencers that can create good content, not just like mm-hmm. nice photos and look different. But so I kind of made that one of like my important things for next year is that or my goals for next year is to just keep like consistently do very, very good, high quality content just so I can like be open to more options in the future. 100%. And that's like the big trend in influencer marketing in general, because, you know, Instagram is changing that algorithm. So having high quality photos, and I actually just talked about this on my latest YouTube video of just like simple ways to improve your photos. Like most of the ones that I have on my feed are either like taken by a photographer, I take on my camera or I take on my, like even the ones on my phone, I don't, I don't use the front camera. You know, I use the back camera and I, I think Think it's just like those little things and like I also like all my daytime photos look 10 times I mean even right now like the lighting in my room is so much better during the day than it is at night like anybody that tuned in last night like this natural light is amazing <laughs> like you know like last night it looked a little more like artificial so it's just yeah I didn't realize like that's were you right there last night yeah, exactly. Yeah, same exact spot. <laughs> I know. It's like, okay, it's na- I mean, I still have my ring light on. Like, I'm still cheating a little bit, but like yeah, the natural that. light is just so much better. Like, I, I avoid nighttime pictures now. <laughs> it's kind of hard for me to do that because like when I go out and get ready, it's night. And so it's like, that's one of my biggest problems, like being a fashion person is like, I'm trying to get ready. I want to go out and like, it gets dark so early now too that like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, the show starts at 10. And uh, I'm ready at four so I can take pictures. (laughs) But that's, you know, just getting more creative and maybe it's like video content that you figure out. Like maybe it's photos are edited or like finding a cool space like in your house. Like there's like ways, I mean, I've seen people like uh, some of the bigger pages do post really good nighttime pics Mm -hmm. and I've actually been like trying to stalk them and like, (laughs) what do you use? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, how, how are you setting this up? Like what's the lighting situation? And then it's hard to like, when, you know, you're the one taking pictures of yourself or like always bugging your friends and stuff like that. One of my friends actually for decadence is coming and he has the like new iPhone with the like a dark camera and I'm yeah, take pictures of that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, I'm going to use your phone like the whole time. Right. But maybe even, even if it's a home (laughs) studio though, because like your outfit stands out so much that like you don't even really hurt like per, in my opinion like I don't even really know if you need like a crazy background because like you just are like the whole focal point <laughs> you know what I mean background. like 
Like me, I'm wearing the same outfit for the third time because I like rewear all of my outfits. So I need to cool back. It works, it works. That's never a bad idea. Yeah, I I definitely am in the camp because I'm just not creative. That's why I love following people like you because I get to like see the dope things you come up with. And like, it's, it's really fun for me to kind of see and like live vicariously through the, also too, like your confidence just like impresses the hell out of me because like, you, like, ah, it's just, I don't know. I love it. It's so, it's so awesome. And like, I just appreciate like your energy and like, I've met you in person, which was great to finally meet that was really you. Fun. And what do you, what else do you have decadence coming up? Any hints about like what we can expect for like the themes for that maybe? Um, there's definitely going to be a Rasta night because I, every time I've seen Ganja White Night, I've been wearing Rasta. It was by accident. But now I have to keep going. Oh, I love it. Yeah, keep it going. <laughs> um, um, I want to give away from one of these companies I've wanted to buy from from a while, well, really long time. It's called Love Wild Rose, and they're based in the UK somewhere. Cool. I want to give away from them. So part like part of my outfit is from them. I think I'm like, getting it in the mail a couple of days. Pretty excited. Sweet. <laughs> so exciting. Um, yeah, like that's gonna be one of like my most different outfits that I've planned in a while, and I'm wearing that Ooh. on New Year's Eve. So Ooh, I cannot wait <laughs> to see that and see it in person because I will be <laughs> exactly. there too. And then which this is weekend, awesome. I'm going to Parade of Lasers. Oh, that's right. This is the, that is this weekend. Who is that again? Uh, I'm most excited for Dr. P, but he's not headlining. It's a uh, Joyride. Okay, so Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If I'll be there. So yeah, that I guess that also brings up another question I had. How do you dance and keep like does your makeup last? Like, how, how does this all work? Because I'm not gonna lie, I wore platform shoes to EDC Orlando, and like I will never do that again. <laughs> no. That's probably just me. They might need to be bro- like I wore them to Supernatural, so I thought they were broken in. And then, like, EDC, and it rained the night before, so it was like uneven ground. Ooh. And I'm like, nope. See, I haven't had the issue. I I haven't had the issue where I go to somewhere it rains in platforms uh-huh. yet, so I don't know how to uh-huh. approach that, but. Uh, I always have a- platforms that have ankle support, so I don't uh-huh. know if yours were like tennis shoe kind or. Like- How do you? So like mine were like they were like tall. They were like the white tall boots that I have. Okay, then yeah, that that has ankle support as long as you like tie it tie it around your ankles. It was like my toes that were hurting. Like I don't I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I've broken them in. Like I legit have bruises on my toes that have been there oh, since no. UC Orlando. <laughs> oh, okay. I think um, it was like the. Like, it could have just been me. It could have been user error. But <laughs> Maybe, or like, um, I'm a size eight and a half, but I wear eight and I wear thick socks. I also have really wide flat feet because I did gymnastics for all of my life. Mm. So like, I kept feel like, oh my God, my friends had to go to. <laughs> um, I have like really weird shaped feet. So I feel like that just might be like why I can't feel it because it's my feet are broken from doing flips straight to years. <laughs> Note to everybody, get into gymnastics, then yeah. you can wear platforms, whatever you want. It's working. <laughs> you use like a, like a setting spray or anything, oh, like when you yeah. do glitter, like what's, how do you keep um, it on there? Cause like I use chapstick, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like I use the chapstick and glitter on that. Okay. Um, I, well for glitter gel, I was using the glitter tw- twins for the longest time, but they're okay. just now closing down their shop. Um, so if you want the glitter toys, I'd say buy right like right now. <laughs> so you're like stocking up. <laughs> yes, uh, like, I, was like, oh, I don't need that much. So I've been like like a, a lot left, and then like one of my favorite glitter gels, they only have like one big jar left. I was like, hold that for me, hold that for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that it's really nice because they have like gel and they give you like little spatulas so you can like make it look really nice and neat. Ooh, cool. Uh, loose glitter. I definitely use a lot of setting spray. I also use like the 
obviously glitter glue, but like uh-huh. put that on there, setting spray. I feel like that's all I do, but I also don't wear loose glitter that often. Okay. Because like, I like face gems more. So I'm okay. using like a m- movie production grade, like gem, like glue for those. And okay. I haven't fallen off. I used to have a really hard time because head banking and face gems. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Doing like, that constantly. And then like, you just like see it fall. <laughs> <laughs> picking up your gems off the floor like oh no those are mine yeah it's and like i paid like ten dollars for that no it's not eyelash glue you have like an actual like glue that you use yes i was using eyelash glue for the longest time okay but also my eyes glue is black so it kind of looked weird when it would fall off my face and i just have like black like stickiness yeah. on my face you um, can tell how like i'm just like i use whatever else i have cool. but i like this this is really helpful and like useful um, and then do you wear like wigs at all do you just because you like sh- i know you shaved your head like, you, <laughs> like what's your usual like hairstyle because like me i like to get my hair braided or just do a braid myself because it's just like so long and i hate like dealing with it um i have never i think i've worn a wig once before and I know a lot of people, I know it's like really popular in this scene right now, but like, but I don't know, it just seems like a lot to head bang with. Um, I got into wigs because um, at Supernatural, I was Gamora for Halloween uh-huh. and I bought that wig. Which, wait, pause, January. by the way, she painted her entire body b- blue or green? Green. 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 She t- painted her entire body, body green for this <laughs> it costume. It was my entire body. My legs were, my legs were tights. Okay, there we go. But still, I, I, it's more dedication than I'm ever going to commit to an outfit. So, like, I respect it. <laughs> I had to. I mean, I was just so. I, I, awesome. When I saw her in theaters, I was like, I wanted to be here for Halloween one year. Saw that wig on sale once, like, for $13. I was like, well, I'll buy that and be a Gamora one day. And then. Hell yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that, was, that was definitely one of the most elaborate costumes without being, like, actually over the top. Uh-huh. <laughs> just green. That was hard, actually. I had, like, my nails were stained for a week. <laughs> So how do you keep the wig on though, like from oh. dancing and everything? Do you have There's any tricks for that? Clips in it that like you can oh. tighten it on. Okay. Um, my mom also used to wear like wore wigs all when I was growing up, so I like oh. would see her do it. That just like she uh-huh. wear all the time. But that was like my first time wearing a wig because usually with the braids I couldn't do both. Yeah. Um, but I'm also wearing a wig for day two of decadence, and I'm wearing a wig at Parade of Lasers. So I'm just gonna. Ooh. I'm tr- I'm trying to get more into it. I mean, it definitely, it's cool because it may, I mean, you get to have like a completely different hair color and style without even having to like work for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. <laughs> do you have like a shop that you go to or do you just kind of like find them on Amazon? I, I mean, I got both of them from Dolls Kill doing their Black Friday sale. Oh, cool. Like, nice. And they match my outfit. I feel like once I get more used to it, once I like, realize like what kind of wigs I like and like what I'm looking for, I'll probably like upgrade and buy more expensive ones. Totally. I'm just starting to figure this out. So, yeah. Well, cool. Well, if you guys don't already follow her, it's at candy with a K underscore diva. Uh, with, a, with an I, K-A-N-D-I underscore diva. Yes. <laughs> um, for those of you that like don't know how to spell candy. <laughs> um, go check out her outfits. Uh, anything else that you want to plug? Anything you have coming up? Um, yeah, just keep, keep watching my page. For next year, I'm doing a lot of different things. I, instead of like, I'm going to try to buy less clothes. So I can save all that money for going to festivals. So I'm going to be mixing up all a bunch of old outfits that I've worn and like switching up a little bit and like might be re-wearing some things, but with a different twist. And I love that. That is like my favorite thing to do. (laughs) I'm like all about it. I love creativity and new things, but I also think it's like, you know, good to like show that you can just like 
have the same piece and do it differently. Yeah, you don't have to like wear it once, throw it away, or try to sell it immediately. I want to show people like how to style things. I'm, I want to be like a stylist, so I want to show people how to style like something completely different every time. It. <laughs> so it's definitely like worth the money in the long run. I love it. Thank you so much <laughs> for talking with me. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Where's Amanda podcast. If you really, really liked it and are listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and give me a five-star review. If you want to give me anything less than five stars, please just message me. I only want fives. We can talk. Let's make this better for you. If you're listening on any other platform, please follow or subscribe. It really helps other people find the podcast. And hey, it doesn't hurt to send it to a friend. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and just like a great life overall. Have a good one.